You're listening to a sermon from crckulaman.org. Okay, let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, the opportunity to come into your presence. And Father, we just invite your Holy Spirit to fill this place today, Lord. Fill each and every one of us, Lord, with your Holy Spirit, that, Father, we will receive not from me, but from you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. That is pretty echo, isn't it? What I wanted to look at today is um, why is fellowship, Christian fellowship, or fellowship in general, important? And I was looking this morning and thinking, well, where did the first bit of fellowship come about? And when we look in, in, into Genesis, when Adam, when God created Adam, he had fellowship with him. It says in the cool of the day he would call out Adam. And that God would co- commune with him, have fellowship with him. But somewhere down the track he thought, the Lord thought, well, it's not good for Adam just to be on his own. And uh, I heard a, a story the other day where it said that God said to Adam, Adam, I'm going to make you a helpmeet, a companion. What would you like? So Adam thought about it. He said, well, she needs to be really good looking, appealing to the eye. And he said, yes, okay, what else? Well, she needs have a body to die for. He said, hmm, okay. And uh, Lord said, well, that's going to cost you a fair bit. He said, well, what's it going to cost me? He said, well, what you're describing will probably cost you an arm and a leg. So Adam said, well, what will I get for a rib? Okay. Anyway, fellowship is important. And it's a really important part of our faith. Amen? We come together to support one another, and which allows us to learn, to gain strength from one another, strength from the Lord, and show the world, the people out in the community, exactly what God is all about. Each of us together shows all of God's... I probably need my glasses. They say it's a sign of um, old age. Each of us shows all of God's graces to the world. No one is perfect. In fact, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But every one of us has a purpose here on earth. And we don't really know our purpose throughout life. We just go on from day to day, a lot of us. Some know their purpose. Some have been called to be evangelists, pastors, teachers, whatever. But we all have a purpose here on earth. You are here for a purpose today. You're here for a reason. And one of those reasons is to have fellowship. Fellowship with one another. Fellowship with God today. 
And each one of us has been given a, sp a specific spiritual gift. We have a pastor here as a great teacher. We have other people in our congregation that are able to, to preach and to teach. We have people that play the music and to sing, whatever. But each one of us has been given a spiritual gift. Each one of us, no matter what age we are, we all have that opportunity. We all, God has given us the ability and given us a gift. I was thinking about, I looked at it and thought, well, what is our church like? And um, it's like a cake. Now, this church is different than other churches that I've been in. Right, but to make a cake, we need all the ingredients. We need eggs, flour, oil, whatever, whatever it is. But our church, my wife found out the other week that she is now, she needs gluten-free stuff. So she has really fitted in with this church. I thank the Lord that the cake that I have has all the ingredients that I need. Amen? But gluten-free church, that's great. Because even with the, the gluten-free, a gluten-free church, it still has everything that we need. We still have our pastors, teachers, evangelists, musicians, singers, whatever. Okay? But when we have that cake, whether it be gluten-free or non-gluten-free, God has blessed us together. He has brought us together for a reason. Amen? Romans 12, 4, 6, it says, For each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all love the same function. So in Christ, we though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the other. We have different gifts. I have different gifts to you. You have different gifts to me. And, uh, but we all complement one another. It's great to come into the church on a Sunday. Today we haven't got a lot of people, but you're here. And that's the most important. Because the Lord says that we're two or three together, together in my name. I'm in the midst and we believe that the Holy Spirit is in our midst today and dwelling in each one of us. If your gift is prophesying, then the scripture says prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's prayer, and we have a lot of people in this church that can really pray and the scripture says then pray without ceasing. If your gift is music, then you play the music to exalt not ourselves, but to exalt the Lord today. If it's in singing, then do it to encourage others. What does fellowship do for us? It makes us stronger. No matter where we are in our faith, fellowship provides us with strength. With strength. Now over the last number of oh, probably last four, four, four and a half months 
we have been going, my wife and I, and myself in particular, in our bodies, in my body, have been going through quite a bit. But we've had the opportunity that no matter what we do, we're able to call out to have fellowship with one another, to be able to say, I really need prayer. I need prayer, I need he prayer for the healing of my body, healing of my mind, and healing of my spirit. And it's only because we, when we have this fellowship, it makes us stronger in ourselves. Yesterday we had men's time together, whether you want to call them men's breakfast or down at Peddler's. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I was able to, I'll always have my hot chocolate, half strength, because otherwise it's too strong. But we're able to um, spend some time, like the first time I, I, I came along to the men's fellowship, there was only, I think there was four of us. Yesterday there were seven. And it's, it's great to be able to share with, with other men. We need, men need that fellowship, whether it be Christian fellowship or we look for people that have, we have similar likes, whether it be football, music, whatever. But we, all, we will congregate together because we look for people that have the same likes, the same things that we like to do. And the same with you women, you do the same thing as well, all right? But yesterday it was great because we had opportunities and different ones. Rodney, now I don't know where, what church Rodney goes to, but Rodney says, Graham, how have you been, you know? He asked about my health and things like that, you know, and you're able to share because each one of us comes from a different background, you know? We have, some of us have grown up in the church, others haven't. Others have come from virtually, you know, from the gutter as it were, but God has brought us out of that and placed us here. And over the last, over the last few months, I was saying, I was sharing with the men yesterday that for the first time, in 53 years of marriage and 52 years when my son was born, my, first, my son when he first came along, for the first time in all those years, this is the first time that Nita and I have ever been by ourselves. You know, my... Um, my daughter decided that she wanted to move away and do her own thing, and that's fine, because we believe that God will restore her back. Now, I was able to, I was sharing with the men that, you know, in, for that first time in all those years, we've been, we are now on our own. I would sit on the lounge and look at each other and you think, Okay, well, this is exciting. <laughs> or then you start to think, well, I wonder what she's doing, or I wonder what the, the other kids, my grandkids. You know, we're grandparents, we're great-grandparents. 
And, um, but for that first time, God, we are, I don't know why, but we are on our own as such in a house that normally we would have had, we would have grand, kids around us all the time and we've had kids around us all the time. But now, I, think, I believe that the Lord is saying to me and to Nita, we can now have fellowship with one another. We can have fellowship with other people. And for years and years, Nita and I have said, we're going to buy, we're going to get a mobile home. Now, I don't know how that's going to happen. If I look at myself, you know, and say, well, okay, I, I'll be honest, I really can't see that happening straight away. But I believe it's going to happen somewhere along the track because I believe that Nita and I have a calling on our lives. She is a great preacher. I'm not. But I love to sing. And I really believe that that's what the Lord will do with us. He'll give us the opportunity to travel, to go to other churches, and our home church is here. But he will give us that opportunity. And men, and I'm talking to men of all ages here today, come along next time we have the, the meeting down at Peddlers. Come along, you're not too, not too young and I'm not too old to have fellowship, to be able to encourage one another in what God is doing in our lives. We need that fellowship together. Amen? Yeah. Well, what does fellowship do for us? Fellowship together. It provides encouragement. Encouragement to build each other up, to, to um, say, well, look, I'm really going through a hard time. Can you pray for me? Okay? We didn't get the opportunity in peddlers to lay hands on each other and pray for us, but I know that the men that were there were saying, okay, I'm going to pray for you in my time, you know. But we all have our bad moments, and whether it's through the loss of loved ones, sickness, money problems, we all have bad moments in our life. We, some of us have a crisis of faith and we can find ourselves down, down spiritually, down physically. In the last couple of weeks, we, uh, we were away in Orange and, as I said, we, went, we were going through a lot. But then we both got COVID. Now, I've never had COVID since COVID came out, you know. I've had four injections and never had COVID. My wife's had three and never had it. But in the last couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, we both come down with COVID. Now... At one stage, I thought my wife was going to die. I'd never seen her look so sick in all my life. And we got, I got the ambulance to her, and they took her to the hospital, stayed in hospital overnight. But still, even though we had that COVID, God has still looked after us. 
she's happy today, smiling. And one of the things that she said to me, or she said to me today, she said, you know, Graham, she said, years ago I had an opportunity to go to, she had the opportunity to go to New Guinea. But for some reason she didn't go and she said to me, you know why I didn't go? She said, because if I'd have gone, we probably never got married. So God had a purpose and plan to bring us together to have our kids, have our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and maybe great-great-grandchildren somewhere down the track. Okay? Now, when we get into these low places in our life, that's when fellowship is important. That's when it's great to be able to ring up and say, look, can you pray for me? I really need it. I'm... I'm, I'm feeling down, this has happened, I'm feeling sick. And we have a great prayer group in, this fa- in, in our church here where the ladies, particularly the ladies, will get together and say, yeah, we'll pray for you. And, and I know that your prayers have held me up because I just know it in my body, you know, even no, ma- no matter what I've been through, the operations I've been through, I know that the your prayers have lifted me and strengthened me. Spending time together in a church um, lifts us up spiritually, physically and mentally because some of us, the problems that we go through in life, we would just say, look, this is too hard. This This is really too hard to do. But I thank the Lord that through your prayers and our fellowship with one another and with the Lord, he gets us through us. Coming together in fellowship does help us. It aids in our healing process and gives us the encouragement to move forward in our faith. Because there's so many things in life we can say, oh, forget it, this is too hard. This is just too It's too hard, it's too complicated, but coming together brings us together like that cake. Even the gluten-free job. And as I said, coming together aids in our healing process. And there was a song that I used to sing some time ago and it says, life is easy when you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. But when things change and they change quite often and you're down in the valley, don't lose faith for you're never alone. For the God on the mountain is still God in the valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. For the God of the good times is still God in the bad times. And the God of the day is still God in the night. And we all go through those mountain and valley experiences. But I I love the words of that, that song where it says, the God of the day 
when everything's good, is still God in the night when you're on your own. It's only you and God you can lay in your bed and say, God, I need your help. I need to have that fellowship, not just with my family here, but I need to have that fellowship with you as well. So we need to look at things of ways that we can motivate one another. And in Hebrews 10, 24, it says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and of good works. And let's not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And whether we realise realize it or not, the Lord is coming back sooner than we realise. What else does fellowship do for us? It reminds us that we're not alone. We are never alone. Coming together with other believers, with brothers and sisters, and that's how I like to think that you are my brothers and you are my sisters. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord. You know, we are just as important to one another as what our natural family is. When we get together with believers in worship and conversation, it helps remind us that we're not alone in this world, that we have believers everywhere, no matter where we go, whether we go to another town. We were away last week, we're in Orange, still able to go to church there and just be uplifted by, by having fellowship with one another by people that we might not see from, you know, month to month. But the moment we see each other, it's just like we've never been away. Amen? Fellowship allows us to build lasting relationships so that we are never by ourselves. And as I said, just when you come with, together with Christians, we mightn't see each other for a couple of weeks, but it's... It's just like we've never very quiet. It's just like we've never been away from each other. Amen. Coming together helps us to grow in our faith. Reading our Bibles and praying are great ways to get closer to God. But each of us has important lessons to impart to one another. When we come together in fellowship. We teach each other things. We learn from one another. None of us know everything. We can all learn from, from the youngest to the oldest. We all have the ability to be able to share something and say, well, gee, I, just, I got something from that today. I got something for just by talking to, to, to Stephen and to Stephen to Stephen's. Just by talking to them, you know, um, I've been encouraged, I've been lifted up. My spirit has been built up. I don't need to be down in that valley experience. They've lifted me back up onto the mountain. And fellowship 
helps us grow. If we don't have fellowship, we don't have fellowship with one another, we don't have fellowship with the Lord. You right there, guys? Next minute you'll be doing this. <laughs> okay. In Corinthians 14 and 26, it says, Brothers and sisters, let's just summarise. When you meet together, one will sing, another will teach. Another will tell some special revelation that God has given. One will speak in tongues and another will interpret what is said. But everything that is done must strengthen all of you. So whatever we've done, what we do here today, to have fellowship together, when we're finished, we have a cup of tea and together, but we're able to strengthen and build each other up. Amen? But I'm going to sing a song if that's all right. And if it's not, well, <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> if there's anything that I like to do, it's to sing, sing unto the Lord. I will sing unto the Lord a brand new song. I'll lift up my eyes where my strength comes from. For the Lord is so good and greatly to be praised. Let's lay down our sorrows and our hands to heaven raise. The Lord is my rod and my staff. He is my sword and shield. He's my joy in the morning. He's a lily in the field, my soul's inspiration, it's my comfort in the night, oh come oh Holy Spirit, tell us more about your love, I will sing unto the Lord. A brand new song I'll lift up my eyes Where my strength comes from For the Lord is so good And greatly to be praised Let's lay down our sorrows and our hands to heaven raise. Let's lay down our sorrows. Now hands to heaven raise.